Hello and welcome to the SDC Fit Learning Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name's Ben Scott. I'll be joined by Jason Galea. Thanks for joining us on our way to create 1 million positive outcomes for personal training clients by 2030. The podcast is brought to you by at STC Fit Learning, a page created to upskill and educate PTs and gym nerds. Also brought to you by at STC Fit, and that's a place for all your online and in-person personal training needs. If you enjoyed today's episodes, please give us a share and tag on the Instawebs. You can tag at STC Fit, at STC Fit Learning, at Ben Scott SC, and at Jason Galea PC. Hope you enjoy the show. That wasn't on. Thank God. <laughs> so let's let's not make that. The yeah, intro. totally forgot that they're yeah. These are microphones. <laughs> <laughs> so we're back in the uh, office. Yeah, back again, guys. Welcome back. So we had we did it a week and then yeah ejected to, and came yeah. back and now we probably might not be able to be back. Yeah, next time. Na- yeah. Now we actually should be as uh, socially distanced. Yeah, as Melbourne looks like it goes into another lockdown. Oh, this is life. Fingers crossed, touch wood. Yeah, well, it doesn't happen. It, oh, look, to be honest, if it's like one of those weekends in, I'm just mm. like, I'm not mad about I'm it. Down for the it. weather's terrible. Don't like people anyway. Yeah, the weather's <laughs> terrible. If I go out, I just spend too much money anyway. So, yeah. But I usually just transfer that to like wine and Uber Eats. So. I was going to say Uber Eats shares went up <laughs> yeah. yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, what are they like? Another another six cases unknown or something? Ah, uh, something like that. So, who knows? Uh, all my information comes from. For me, I only found it because I was looking at the TV for like a brief second, guys, at the gym. In between sets, when I was absolutely dying from like, you know, a real hard top set. Yes, like, yeah. You know, that's the only time that I would look at a TV in a Top gym. set, Jason. That was very bold. Oh, well, you know, like, look, it was, it's the, I call it the send it set, which okay. is the hardest set of... The effort set. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's like the one where, you know, the, there's a little bit of fatigue about. It's the last set for the exercise. The rep and reserve is almost entirely accurate mm-hmm. so yeah once i did that i looked up at the television and then i saw the breaking news because mm. i don't like i don't get the tv in the gym thing like, i don't understand why there's a tv in the gym like we're not gonna have tvs in our gym we're not okay yeah. <laughs> like i've seen people working out like looking at the fucking tv like oh yeah look you shouldn't be looking at it during a set yeah but when, i just don't understand it. when you do have your singles and you have seven minutes rest it's nice to yeah watch some sport yeah but I, just, I don't know. I just don't, it just doesn't sit well with me. It's like, will the playoffs are on right now? But it can would be up watch, the front. Would you watch the playoffs? It can be in the, the members area. Games. Yeah, right. And there's a TV there because yeah. that's what, like, you're there to train. Yeah. I get it. I'm in. Yeah, cool. So well, TV upstairs. We're about to fight. Upstairs it's, in. It's Wednesday. It feels like Thursday. So don't <laughs> piss me off. It's on. <laughs> so today is going to be a, a fair bit of bullshit, guys, because it's been a bit, bit of a week for Jason and I. Uh, we will say something constructive. Yeah. So uh, we got word last week. Yeah. That our um, pending magic facility that's been two weeks in the making has the ass has basically years. fallen out of that deal. So yeah. we've actually just come from uh, a new site though, which actually looks pretty dope. So. Yeah. Better. Better site. Mm. Much more promise. A lot more parking too. Yeah. 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 So slightly different location, um, but we will definitely have a lot more freedom, and I think. Yeah, the floor, floor space is better. Gym design will be better. Yeah, better yeah. utilized. Yeah, um, the twenty-four hour access will be better. Yeah, yeah, everything's everything will be better. So, yeah, yeah. taking the good with the bad. So yeah, last week was a tough week. It's been a tough week ever since mm. then. 
Um, but yeah, responding yeah. like everyone should. Yeah, so should. what do we have? The 10 months in permit pending zone. Yeah, 10 months, um, three, but, three months with construction quotes. Yeah. yeah. And then now yeah. this project's all done. And no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, for, for you guys that are thinking about opening a facility, just... Um, yeah, we've got some have stories. A, have a think about that. Yeah, or maybe even just ask us about our experience first so we can share yeah. some... Yeah. Some things to look for and things not to look for. I think um, um, the guys from, I can't remember the name of the gym, Max and those guys, they've got a... Performance Hub. Yeah, Performance, performance Hub. Hub. Sorry, boys. Thanks, Tim. Um, yeah, the Performance Hub have, I think it's their first episode of their podcast. They talk about the shit they went through to open theirs. So I think they opened like a week before yeah, lockdown last yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah, so they had the opposite problem of us. Um, so yeah, I would listen to that too. Yeah. Because the topic of today is is moving from a PT to a business owner. Yeah. So I guess you could interpret that as moving from a job into a career is how I would frame that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's really the difference. Like if you're going to do this for the rest of your life. Uh, and like I understand people do shift work and stuff, but I would look at, Split shifts, chain time for money, yeah. all that sort of stuff that we would consider to be a PT. It's probably like not conducive to long-term sustainability. Yeah, yeah. I think the, tr- the the trading time for money, thinking about like even the mindsets, like when you're not there, you're not working. Mm. And then when you're like, you're always looking at the clock, like that's a job. Yeah. And then once you take that next step, it's like, yeah, what's that saying? It's like not working, but you're always working. Never at work, but never, you're always yeah, working. Yeah, it's like that's kind of that shift that you make. It's like yeah. running your own business, it's always going. Like it's going now, it's going when you're asleep, mm. it's going when you're on holidays. Um, and there's just so many other moving parts to it that you've got to make sure you take care of. Yeah. So before we go in maybe to the specifics of like what we've laid out, do you think that that can be taught or is it like an inherent thing because i know i've always had dreams of something bigger like stc fit was not ever called ben scott pt because yeah it was always going to be something else um wake up thinking about it go to sleep thinking about it sort of thing yeah i think I, i think you can teach i think you can definitely teach uh the business side of things like how to look through the lens of a business owner mm um, but you know, it, it'd be no, it's no different to, you know, why we set goals for training and stuff. It's like, they really need to be intrinsically motivated. Like you can be intrinsically motivated to be the strongest version of yourself. Mm. And then you can hire someone to teach you how to be strong. Yeah. And I think that for a lot of people, they have these intrinsic motivations to be more than just trading time for money as a trainer, yeah. but they need to be shown the steps I need to be exposed to a lens of the world yeah. that business owners look through. Um, but yeah, I think out, I wouldn't be able to convince someone to be a business owner if they just couldn't look beyond, you know, trading time for money and being in the gym. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's that, that I guess is the point I was trying to make. Like, I feel like there's, there's an element that you have already and then it's yeah. putting, pointing that in the right direction. Yeah. Like we've spoken to trainers like, oh, I'm going to invent this gadget or make this app or 
whatever, like we did it. Like, let's build this website. We'll be millionaires. Yeah. And it's like, ah, uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, maybe in like 0.1% of cases that happens. Mm. But I think that is a good sign. Even if, if you have like lots of failed projects, like it's probably a good sign that you've at least got yeah. the, the yeah. want. Yeah, that's. I think the want for like something more is a is a common trait that you would want to see. Yeah. Um, and it's not one of those things where like you're never satisfied with what you have and you're a piece of shit because you always want more because that's kind of what society's like now <laughs> yeah. apparently. Only on social media. Um, but it's actually cool and it's perfectly normal for mm. business owners to want for more because it's how you keep score. It's how you keep your mind kind of fresh and you know finger on the pulse kind of thing. Yeah. It's like a lot of people who get stuck in this PT thing probably don't either don't know because that's influences everything. Yeah. Um, and then, or they just like, don't want to, you know, they're just like, oh, I'm comfortable, comfortable where I am that I'm just going to stay here where a business owner is like, cool, we've done this project. What's next? Yeah. You know, we always talk about it. It's like, cool, this is finishing. What are we doing after this? Yeah. You know, or it's, we've mapped it out. It's like three months of this, mm. four weeks of this, moving into this, not even the training. Like, it's funny how there's so many like analogies that training kind of fits into business. Yeah. It's probably why I like dedicated trainees make good business owners as well yeah it's like learn adversity you know you have to like you know be disciplined you have to show up even when you don't want to things don't always go your way yeah it's that old saying isn't it like who you are in the gym says a lot about who you are in Mm. life a lot of the time yeah yeah but yeah there's a lot i think there's a lot to it but i think you can teach the the thought i think you can teach people to to consider to think like a business owner yeah um, but it's up to them on how they act, act and behave and stuff. Yeah. So I think if you're listening to this and you get in the car after your sessions and drive home and you don't think about anything to do with your like career until the next time you step foot in the gym, maybe this one's not going to be for you. Maybe go back to the 1KPT episode, mm. boot yourself $100,000 a year income without too much stress and just go for that yeah, or strap yourself in and have a listen to what, what the next, what the future yeah. lies for you. Yeah. And then you know? like expose yourself to what's actually possible as well. Like, yeah. like you said, when do you think, cause we've talked about it in previous podcasts that like you didn't really know where you were going to go until I was like, Hey, check out my yellow piece of card with words on it. <laughs> <laughs> this sort of resembled some kind of a business pitch. Um, was that the the turning point for you to start thinking this way? Um, I, I remember you saying like even you thought about like getting into teaching and that sort of stuff as well. Yeah, uh, like I told my dad when I was sixteen that I wanted to own a gym. Yeah, uh, and I told my I, I've pretty much always had that like oh I'm gonna own a gym and I'm gonna run a gym. Yeah, um, but it, that's as far as it went. It was like you know when you're five years old and you tell your dad you want to be an astronaut. Like, yeah, and they're just like yeah cool you can be whoever you want to be kind yeah. of thing like. I was not being an astronaut. Like, that was never gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. Like I, 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 I didn't fail maths. I, I just told my year twelve teachers I'm not doing maths anymore. <laughs> I said I'm not doing it, and they're like, you know that that's not a good idea. And I'm like, it's fine. I yeah. understand that. It's all right. Ben will do the math. <laughs> but it's like, if I can count macros, count plates, yeah, I'm pretty good. You like, yeah, it's just like really, really putting all my eggs in one basket here, guys. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, like, but then I just got stuck. You know, I got stuck being a personal trainer. Yeah. Got stuck just like thinking about sets and reps and programs and this client's goals and, you know, uh, when my sessions were, how many sessions I was doing, uh, how much I'd get paid weekly, 
Uh, and I just got stuck in the trap. Like you just get sidetracked because there's so much stuff going on inside your business. No one ever averted my attention to like the future. And like being young, you take it for granted. I'm like, oh yeah, sweet. Like 21, 22, making a, you know, over 100K. Like, you know, I got a shoebox full of money because I was real <laughs> terrible with like my finances. Could never get a loan or buy a house or anything. But like, you know, life was just good. Like, because it was simple. Um, but then it was just like relationships moved forward. Uh, Steph and I were thinking about getting engaged. And then I was like, you know, buying a house. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit, like I gotta grow up now. Like I gotta get my shit together. Like yeah. no one's gonna loan me money. Yep. You know? Um, and then yeah, you kind of came in and was like, This is how we this is how we would move from trading time for money to something big. Yep. Um, and then for me, I was like, Well, this sits in alignment with what I wanna do, mm-hmm. and it still has my 16-year-old dream as a part of it. Yeah. Um, and it really leans into my strengths. So let's do it yeah and then yeah it was about influence after that it was like you know leaning off each other and other people to think like think about the bigger picture and that's what people lose they yeah it's just short-sightedness we talk about it all the time post on instagram um you know even in the coaching uh sorry the standout pt course and stuff it's like if you if you don't look at the bigger picture you will just get stuck where you are yeah and I think that's what's helped me the most. Yeah. And I think that's probably when we talk about from PT to business owner, that's what it is. Yeah. It's being able to zoom the lens out and look at everything from a bird's eye view and be able to assess what's going on, where the pros are, where the cons are, where you're headed, all of that sort of stuff. That That's what makes the difference. Yeah. And not just like, how did this session go? How did this sales presentation go? Like, yep. where's my next clients? Like, you need to look much broader than that. Yeah, and then even just the motivators as well was like for me, uh, twenty eight at the time, maybe twenty seven at the time, mm-hmm. and I was like, I don't want to be doing this when I'm fifty. Yeah, I don't want to be training face to face. I don't want to be online, like living off my online coaching, and that's it. Yeah, so I'm. Does that mean I'm going to retire 65 years old, like still with a full book of clients? Like, yeah, it just doesn't sit well with me. It's just like, that's not, that's not it. Yeah. That's not what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. It's supposed to be expanding this business to get the reach out, give back the experience that I've gained, up the standard, change more people's lives. Can't do that. Just working with clients. Yeah. No, like, and, if if I wasn't influenced by other people, I'd just be stuck. Yeah. And I wouldn't know how to get myself out of it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a really cool message for people. So there's probably two camps of listeners and it's probably people that are like you that are just like stuck and not thinking about it. And then people that were maybe more like me at the time was like, I want to do something, but I don't know what the fuck to do. Yeah. And as a result of that, I spent collectively, we spent 50 grand on an idea that didn't work. Yeah. At 25. Yeah. And, and <laughs> however many hours as well yeah. of time and, yeah. and energy. Yeah, definitely. You know, but if you, if you don't have that, you don't try. Mm. It's like what, what was on that sheet of paper isn't what we're doing now. No, exactly. but it was like, but it was the idea was the, the same. Yeah, that's exactly right. The idea was there and that's what is the most important thing. So yeah. if you know what that idea is uh, and, and, and the inner workings of that can change, mm. but it's like, you've got to have that. Because that's what's going to 
motivate you to, you know, get yourself out of bed every day, even when things aren't working well. Yep. Go back to the drawing board, try again, try again, try again, try again, try yep. again, <laughs> you know, yep. and just make it better and yep. make it make it work for you. Yeah. So I think, I don't even have this in the notes. Just listening to that conversation, I think one of the biggest things is just that five people you spend your time with. Yeah. And we see that come up heaps, just like who you're surrounding yourself will, I don't even know if there's anything stronger that influences behavior. Yeah, like I know there's going to be people out there that are going to find some way to disprove that. But it's like experience-wise, it's like I am the most productive and the most disciplined when we hang out a lot. Mm. Um, And there's certain people that I see more often or certain people maybe that I expose myself to because I choose to either through, you know, content, video, um, whatever, even if I want to maybe, you know, book a consult with somebody or something along that, like along those lines or book a round table or something. Um, and there's definitely people, if I hang around with them for too long, I get worse and they move me away from the behaviors that I should be doing that sit in alignment with what I want to achieve in the next, you know, three to five years. So, it's like it, I don't care what what science says to disprove whatever if that if that's true or not. It's like your whoever you spend yourself your time with influences you. You like you spend your time with losers, you're gonna be one. Yeah. And or you're just gonna be a a lesser loser because you hang out with other people too. But yeah. it's like you're still gonna be worse off. Mm-hmm. Now, there's nothing better than getting out of a conversation with a bunch of people who are driven, who kind of get it, who have their, all their own ideas. They could work in totally different industries, like not even the same. Yeah. And everyone's talking about the same thing, you know, productivity, kicking goals, working towards something, trials and tribulations, showing their resilience, you know, all those kind of things. Like that's a that's a really motivating, productive circle to be in. Yep. There's so much energy in that group of people. Mm-hmm. And it's like if you're spending time with people and you just like feel fucking exhausted yeah. when you like spend one to two days with them or, you know, two hours with them, it's like maybe that person's not the best yeah. for you all the time, you know? Yeah. Like if you, you're feeling drained, you're not feeling energized and, and clear and able to just slot back into life. It's like, I don't know, I'd just be very weary of like how much time I would spend with that person. And there's people out there that I have and I love them to death. Mm-hmm. That's the hardest part. And I would never say it to them. I'd never mention their names or anything like that. But it's just like, this is my life and I have to be very, very careful mm. with where I spend my time. It's yeah. finite. I'm never going to get it back. Yeah, I've actually so been... Because this obviously came, this came up in the standout PT a couple of weeks ago. I've been sort of thinking about it, like what's the, the Littman's test? And it's like, how do you... Whether it's over the space of time you spend with the person and then directly after, like what direction does your behavior move towards? Yeah. So like you said, if you leave energized, driven, refreshed, like um, those sort of feelings where... Or even just like you're talking about ideas and stuff like that not what is it like um i'm not sure of the terms but it's like do you talk about people do you talk about events or do you talk about ideas yeah it's like the the upper echelon of conversations is ideas yeah then events and then like low road conversations are talking about other people yeah so the the goal is to spend as little amount of time as possible with that conversation yeah and then if you find like because it happens to everyone you spend the three hours in a room with someone and all of a sudden it's like, fuck, we're just talking about other people here. Mm. It's like, get the fuck out of that room. Yeah. You don't have to stay out of that room. Like you said, I've got people exactly the same that 
yeah, lifelong friends that it's just like, yeah, we just don't hang out every fucking day and talk every day. Yeah. Because it's not going to work. My behavior changes when I spend too much time. Yeah. So I think that's that's probably step one that if you're looking to make that shift and I think people get a bit lost because it's like, whether it's your high school friends or the, the PT the PT room at your gym is probably the worst fucking place to be in most cases. <laughs> um, your PT manager, whatever, like they they don't have to be it. Yeah, We're in an environment now where you have access to so much information all the time. Yeah, You can completely monitor what accounts you follow on social media. Yeah, You can decide whose podcast you listen to, whose books you listen to, what trainings you do, what podcast, uh, what like courses you do, all of that shit, you have control over it. And you can put yourself in positions to spend more time with people that are of the same mindset that you want to have. Yeah, you, you have a choice on who is who influences you. Mm. Like uh, more than ever, especially the older you get. Yeah. You make that decision. Yeah, definitely. Like you choose to expose yourself to whoever you want to expose it to. You're an adult. You don't have to do anything you don't want to. Yep. We live in a very free country. So if you're not happy with the people that you're hanging out with, make the decision to change yep. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 100%. Uh, all right, so more practical uh, steps, I guess, to moving towards from a PT towards a business owner. Um, if you're currently, I, I would look at this as like, when you first start out, objection uh, objective number one is fill your book and i'm pretty comfortable just like anyone new that comes through is like your only goal right now is to fill your book fill your book and then keep them yeah learn how to keep and keep them yeah yeah so it's like lead acquisition and then retention yeah the only two things you need to consider yeah which i don't think you'll sustain a full book if you don't have retention yeah so it's like that they will go and kind of go hand in hand so if you have never achieved that that's still number one make that happen um yes we're saying don't trade time for money and then telling you to go trade time for money but you need to have that platform to work from yeah don't cap yourself at that forever though exactly you have to do it for a bit it's step one yeah yeah Yeah, it's just like people don't get beyond step one exactly yeah or two step one yeah sometimes Yeah. yeah so there'll be people out there that fuck that have been pts for one two five years that haven't really experienced that and Mm -hmm. i think that's your sole focus should be achieving that to start with yeah once you've got that then it's like okay now what Mm -hmm. what can i do to continue this growth to build a career to stop trading time for money so the first step for that is i in my opinion this is in order but maybe like I haven't sat down and thought about it for three days and nailed it as a presentation. It's a discussion of ideas in a podcast. Um, but creating inbound leads, I think is probably the next step. Yeah. If you want to expand and become a business, be running a business, I think having people come to you removes a fuckload of time out of your day and your week. Yeah. Well, it takes the boots, some of the boots off the ground. Yeah. So that's the goal. The goal is like boots on the ground, fill your book, you know, do your best to keep them. And then I think after that, it's, yeah, start to remove some of those boots off the ground still, but not replace the leads coming in. Yeah. It's just how you get them. Correct. So you still got the same volume coming in, but how they're required is different. Different, yeah. It's so different to like how you you keep the same money, but you reduce the time. It's Mm. like, uh, did you earn more? 
yeah. no more per hour. Yeah. Because you technically did. So then yeah. you can use that time to make more money later. Correct. It's the same, the same concept uh, yeah. with your lead acquisition. Yeah. So mm. the strategy that uh, we talk about in Standout PT is starting to look at an ecosystem. Yeah. As it stands right now, and this isn't permanent because social media changes and there's ebbs and flows in different platforms, but Instagram seems to be the number one place right now. Where that goes, we don't know. Yeah, we, we wish we knew. So because yeah. we'd be starting there already. Yeah. Um, but it's the easiest way to directly communicate with your audience. Yeah, I think anywhere where you've got a large volume of people tuning in, um, and you have a microphone, mm. essentially, um, yeah. you would want to be there a lot. Yeah. Um, it seems to be at the moment that that's. Instagram's where it's at for now. There's mm. YouTube. I think YouTube's definitely making a comeback. Yeah. I think it's probably just as valuable. I think it's just you've got to consider who's who's tuning in and what for. Yeah. So you've just got to have these like profiles of people. Yeah. Um, and then you've just got to make the content according to that person tuning in for whatever it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I think I think the biggest mistake people make at this point is like, yeah, we'll go one of them's like, I need a website. Yeah. It's like Instagram's your website at the moment. Yeah. When was the last too. time you went and looked at someone that you follow actually went on their website frequently? Yeah. I would it would be from following their Instagram yeah. and then being interested in what they had to offer and yeah. exploring more. So all you need then is a like if you want to have YouTube and all that sort of stuff and multiple platforms, all you need then is a link tree from your Instagram. Yeah. So it essentially behaves like a website anyway. So yeah, yeah for now I think that's that's the place to be. Um, TikTok is still growing, but it's a, it's a weird. I just haven't, I haven't even taken that beast. <laughs> it's a weird form of communication, <laughs> and the transfer is challenging. But we said that about Instagram. Yeah. What do you mean? You just post pictures yeah. and people like them? I think is Jason's quote. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. While we're still fucking around on Facebook, um, Facebook is gone, in my opinion. Yeah, that's for like, our market. Yeah, Facebook's like. Uh, LinkedIn, in my opinion, like it's just yeah. you just know who people are, yeah, and what they do, and yeah. that's it. I saw um, shout out to Jordan Shallow. They asked someone asked him like how to build a LinkedIn profile, and he's like, I spend most of my time trying to look as unemployable as possible. LinkedIn is not my place. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I like that. Yeah, that's very good. <laughs> that's exactly why I'm not on there too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, again, like maybe that's. A detriment from a networking standpoint and stuff. It's it's just like there's only so many things you can plug into. Yeah. So I think to start with Instagram, then when we talk about ecosystem, every piece of content you release should send them to another piece of content to eventually mm. get them to buy. So the rules yeah. we play by uh, is seven, eleven, four, yep. seven hours of content across four different platforms on 11 different occasions. Sorry, Tam, I won't bang the table anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, and that's that's how we try and set things up. So we make sure, for us, we use blogs, YouTube, the podcast, Instagram. Yeah. Uh, I think that's it for us at the moment. Yeah. So, yeah, that's all five of- different platforms. So yeah. One extra. And then obviously, <coughs> if you, you can actually count your direct message part of Instagram as a second yep. platform as well, because it's not just seeing your stuff, it's communicating. So if you can create an environment like that, you don't need to have all of those. No. Like I said, if you can, a story, 
a post and a DM, there's three yeah. different places that they've seen you. Yeah. So you only need one more. Hmm. That's going to, maybe that's your landing page, which actually has the explanation of, that's the other thing that we have is like a landing page that explains yeah, our products. Yeah. Um, so, but you don't need a full scale website for that. We use lead pages for ages and it was very successful. Yeah. So that would be a consideration. Um, we, I love how I say we, and it's like Tam <laughs> uses Squarespace for our stuff now. We're pretty happy with how that works. Good. Um, so if you did want to create your own, just understand that a lot of that sometimes, um, Tam, does that auto share from like YouTube and stuff? Or do you have to post that? I do it, but I believe you can possibly do that. Yeah. So you guys wouldn't have heard that. Tam does it manually, but you can set it up. It's obviously just probably not as aesthetic. You don't have as much control if you're not doing it yourself. Yeah. So something to consider, like when you're looking at building a Squarespace, or if you just have a link, like I said, a link tree on your Instagram, sends people everywhere that you need them to go. So create a web of content. Make sure that content actually talks to the person that you're trying to attract. It's not just you trying to be smart on the internet. Um, so if you're if you haven't listened to us before, we've got heaps of uh, our client acquisition podcast. is probably a really good one to check out for that. And we've obviously got our three steps to niching, um, which is actually a, a unit from our standout PT program, which mm. teaches you to identify who you work with, what their problems are and how you can present those to actually start getting leads instead of just like other coaches liking your shit, which is what most PTs get. Yeah. Yeah. I think summarizing, it's just like give people places to go. Lots of them. Like if you've ever got caught, caught up in someone's information and gone from one place to another, uh, that person's led you there for a reason. Um, they've led you there purposely. So just think about any situation where you've looked at something, then gone to a totally different platform to watch a video and then gone somewhere else to like read some text. It's like that's been set up in that fashion by that particular personal brand. Yeah. And that's essentially what you want to create because it builds authority. It gets people bought into your message, you know, and then they, they, they're aware of you now, it gets their attention. Yeah. You know, you've gotten their attention. So they're watching you now. Yeah. Yeah. Be bingeable. Yeah. The next one, uh, once you start to get to this this point, obviously creating ecosystems, consistently putting out high value content, high quality content as yep. well, we need to start looking at like time. Yeah. So again, why it's important to have your full book. When you've got a full book, you should have disposable income within your business that you should be able to spend on growth of the business. Um, yep. If you're afraid to take us hit on your weekly income to allow you to take say one step back three steps forwards find a different game yeah, <laughs> yeah your business isn't going to go anywhere we've done it lots and lots of times money, yeah. unless you've got people that i don't know we, we were discussing jason starting in only fans before the episode so <laughs> like if you want to fund it that way maybe that's an idea but yeah unless you've got people that are willing to give you money to expand your business this is have a plan c yeah. Lean into the muscle worshippers. Yeah. yeah. So if we need to finance our gym, and Jason might have a new private account. <laughs> Let's hope it never gets done. Um, so yeah, looking at outsourcing is the first place that I yeah. would go. Yeah, we've said it before. Like, it's a difficult decision to let go of parts of your business and let someone else in, mm-hmm. but you've got to consider zone of genius best person for the job 
the time that that is going to get you back that you can use on on your business or even just like other things or whatever Um, because you are capped by time so the sooner you can be in a position to outsource to the right person the better it's going to be for the growth of your business yeah yeah yeah. and there's there's lots of ways you can do that as well um i think we should almost refer to our content at this point as like bt and at it's like before tam and after tam yeah (laughs) it's like I was responsible for our graphics before that and that shouldn't have been never a thing. Yeah. Because um, don't go look because it's just bad. Yeah, I've looked at like uh, when you use Canva, the first the first designs are always there. Oh, right. And even like the ones oh, I made, yeah. it's like, oh man, that is just cringe. <laughs> at least I got better. Yeah. yeah I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. Sorry, at least one of us got better. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, so the next one to maybe consider is like, content creation too um speaking of zone and genius writing content is probably not my strength um so that's something that some it depends like you know some people have strong some people are strong in certain forms of content so lean into that and then the ones that you're not you're not or you just know they're too time consuming yeah outsource those yeah you know so inside that just from my own personal experience like personally got myself an editor to do our blogs last year yeah now we've actually outsourced that for us we provide outlines and content and someone actually puts the blogs together for us Mm -hmm. uh, based on our message but when it comes to youtube like i'm happy to show up and do that yeah and yeah that's it yeah it's extremely helpful yeah yeah so it's it's like jay said like what you're good at do Mm -hmm. what you're not good at find someone else to do it yeah Um, that's better at it than you yeah 100 percent. because the return is going to be so much better um, like just on the media stuff in particular, like it's time consuming, it's difficult. You need to have a certain eye for it. It evolves all the time. So it's the one thing for me that I think most personal trainers would benefit from the most. Yeah. Um, and when was that? Two years ago. So we like obviously a slightly smaller company ourselves back then. We had three people in one weekend at an RPC, RP seminar come up and go, hey, you that guy from STC Fit, your videos are unreal. And it was just because Tam was doing them, they looked mm. awesome and people had seen them. So yeah. it was these were PTs, like they, they weren't spending money with us, but it was like noticed that the design quality and the level that we were presenting our information yeah. was legit. Yeah, I think there's nothing more unfulfilling as well than doing stuff that you just like don't like to do. Like there's been a lot of things that we've had to do and if you do them for too long you know it's that whole like you know how much energy do you have left for the things that you actually really like to do and sometimes it doesn't matter how how good it is could even be talking about hypertrophy and body composition which i absolutely love yeah and it's like if i've had my battery drained from all this other shit it's like that's not gonna pick me up either even just talking about things that i love talking about yeah isn't going to get me you know, a spring back in my step kind of thing. So yeah, we've talked about too, like the evolution of, um, we used to probably look at things in like hours. Yeah. Now it's like demand. Mm. So like when you said like hours building the website and stuff back then, it was like, I was doing 60, 70 hours a week. No dramas. Cause it was just grunt work. Mm. It's like do 50 sessions, write this thing, write this thing put this thing together was there wasn't a lot of creative demand yeah nowadays it's like 70 hours of what we do on a daily now is like my brain just turns a fucking mush yeah you can't even 
you got to lean into certain times. Mm. Like every now and then you'll just like feel on. Yeah. And you're like, all right, I have to do something. Yeah. <laughs> like right now. Everybody leave me alone. As soon as it dies, <laughs> it's yeah. over. And I'll yeah. pick this back up later. Yeah. So you definitely have to. But yeah, but outside of that, being able to hire someone who, who that's just their thing. You mm. don't even have to, you know, be on or whatever. It's just that's their job. Yeah. Um, and that's what you hired them to do. That will get you so much more back in terms of time that you can. Yeah. Like, don't even look at it in terms of like you're, it's costing you money. It's it's not. No. You're investing it. You know, yeah. it's getting you something back. And time is val- more valuable than money because you can get more money. You can't get more time. So, yeah. It's just, part, sorry, it's part of that zooming the lens out too, right? It's like yeah. you look at things over a six month period, not a week. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. cool. $200 went out of your bank for XYZ this week. But yeah. over six months, what does that actually return you in terms of time and business? Yeah. Yeah, and what does getting a professional to write your blogs do when someone reads one and then it's that good that they read all of them and then binge your content and then sign up for a program that you offer? Yeah, exactly. And it's like, did you, yeah, did you get, was the ROI good enough now? Mm. So you got to think about things like that. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Uh, is there any other outsourcing? Um, I think the sales one's great oh, when you're sales, in a position yeah. to do that. Yeah. Um, so we've taken advantage of that situation um, and it's been very helpful because they're, now the roles are getting even more clear yeah. um, within the business. So sometimes when you've got less hands on deck, other people have to offer their hands. Yeah. Um, so I think that that does help straight away and it's always good to get someone in who's, you know, the, the language is, is normal. Mm. You know, the conversations speaking with people is normal. The process is there. You know they understand the products they understand the person on the other line so you know it's it's tremendously helpful so i think if someone can get themselves into a position to do that it's, that's probably the last one yeah okay it's probably the end like you would want to have all those other things on lock first and you'd have to be getting leads coming in straight up like you know uh weekly or regularly yeah, yeah. to have someone there to be yeah the catch you know, the catch with sales is like you're gonna have to pay a retainer yeah, 100%. So that means you're going to have to have consistent flow of leads. Yeah. But I think for most coaches that are probably listening to this, it's like outsourcing the media and the content creation are definitely the ones I do now. First, yep. um, and then looking at expanding greater, it'll probably be maybe other coaches. Mm-hmm. And then it would be sales. a salesperson because you'd want that salesperson to potentially help fill the book of those for other coaches. Yeah. yeah, for the whole brand, for the whole company. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah. But outsourcing is not hiring other coaches, so. Correct, yeah. yeah. But that would be yeah. the the system. Yeah, so that's what we had on the, the next one, which is where most people go now. It's like, and how many people we speak to are like, I want to have a team in yeah. X amount of years or whatever. It's like, it's almost become the owner gym thing. Yeah. I remember like we were coming up, it was like everyone just wanted to have their own facility and that was it. Yeah. Now it's like I want a team of coaches because yeah. people did it and it worked. Um, so I guess like there's lots of different modalities of doing that. Um, we were having a discussion during the week that like you can go into an employment model where it's like you're generating all of the business. Someone shows up, does the work and goes home and gets paid for it. Yeah. Or you're looking more of like a, a team environment where it's like a service agreement or a contractor where everyone's plugged into the same vision looking to build something together. Yeah. Um, that's a personal preference thing, I think. Yeah, yeah. Can't really comment on like what the best thing to do for that is, but it's like, 
if you're looking to expand and you need, you want to, uh, you don't have enough resources to fulfill the long-term kind of obligations of your mission and your vision and your goals, mm-hmm. you need to duplicate yourself. So duplicating yeah. yourself means finding other people. Yeah. Um, so you got to look at that and just find out what the best fit is for you and your business. Yeah. So I guess a checklist before you do that, and it's probably been the one of the biggest learning experiences we've had yeah, throughout definitely. this journey is like being able to put into words things that you do intuitively based on experience and turn it into a system. Yeah, yeah, definitely rationalizing the steps along the way. You can't just like make a decision and not yeah. tell people why yeah. and not know why yourself. Yeah. Like I know there's a lot of intuitive coaches out there. I'm, I'm one and I used to be worse than I am now in terms of intuitively. I used yeah. to be able to just make a decision and it worked and I'd just be like, I knew it was going to work. Couldn't tell you why though. Yeah. <laughs> um, but now I have always have to look through that lens of just like, well, you know, got to rationalize the steps along the way because there's always one, two, three, 10, 20 people behind me yeah. who want to know how they, how you got to this step. Yeah. Uh, and, and that you can't run a business with a team uh, without that. You can't, yeah. you can't have uh, the Wild West coming out in terms of decision-making. <laughs> you know, like, where the fuck did you get to this point? Like, yeah. You know, especially if they are making mistakes. Yeah. Um, you could have solved that by having a system to make decisions by yeah. or to follow or... Or whatever and it just increases the standard too doesn't it well i think yeah that's knowing lots of people that have done this the ones that i've seen be the most successful are the ones that you could change coaches and besides the personality of the individual nothing else would change yeah and i think that's what you should be aiming to do yes so like our goal with scc fit is like you can work with any scc fit coach and the experience the user experience is very very similar yeah yeah agreed um, yeah. and that's it's it, don't underestimate how challenging that is to create that environment like mm-hmm. how to what level of detail you think that because you've been doing it for x amount of years and you've got a full book and you've trained 40 people a week uh, 40 sessions a week for two years like oh, everyone knows this there's a lot of things a lot of places you get to in your head that you think people know and yeah they don't know yeah and even things that you've forgotten why you think like that. Yeah. It's like there was five things that happened that made you go, okay, that's how I do that. But you forget those steps and then you have to tell someone, you're like, I do this. It's like, why? It's like, uh, because of this, which is because of this, which is because of this. And that's what you actually have to lay out when you're gonna try and teach someone your method. Yeah. Yeah. I still have a few things to work on with that. (laughs) Most things I'm doing all right. Yeah. Yeah, and I think like for the coaches thing, I, I believe you can teach people technical skills. Mm. So you don't necessarily have to look for the person, you know, with the degree and the, this and this certificate and all this kind of stuff. Like I, I think that if you, you can take a, a blank canvas and you can make that person, whoever you need them to be for the business, um, technically mm-hmm. without, like that's probably the easiest thing to do. Yeah. The thing that you need to find is, a willingness to learn, the ability to make mistakes and come back from that, so a bit of resilience, um, and they have to be brought into culture, the business, the culture, the, yeah. the vision, the mission, you know. And work ethic, I think you can teach that. Yeah, work ethic too, yeah, you, you can't teach that. We, yeah. If someone can, yeah, please show me how. Yeah, maybe if you're <laughs> like, I don't know, psychologists and stuff might be able to, but. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's not not something PTs are qualified for. Yeah, but I think if someone's got like, you know, you can you can tell the characteristics. They've already got goals. You sit down with them. You're like, tell me where you are in five years' time. And they're just like, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, yeah. I'm doing that. Like, yeah, that's that person's almost, in my opinion, got a position already. Yeah. Like, I don't care what else. Like, if, if you're qualified and you're insured to, to not hurt people, yeah. come. Yeah. We'll make you we'll make you great. Yeah. You know, but if you sit down with someone and they've got all these credentials and then you go, where are you in five years? And they're just like, oh, I don't know. Oh, anything could happen in five years. I, I wouldn't even know. Bye. I'm like, <laughs> like yeah. I don't know. And, and the ability to have a conversation with someone. Yeah, in our space. Yeah, yeah. like there's personal skills. We're working with the general population. You've got to be able to kind of have a conversation with someone. You don't have to be the best at it, but you've got to yeah. be willing to just, you know, have it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Just learn how to engage with people. So, yeah, yeah. I'm just laughing at that meme the, the other day. Like the wait, the phone call meme, yeah, Rambo. the under thirties, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, but it's the, like even the Rocky talking, montage to make a phone call, even even just talking to people, man. Yeah, like sometimes for some people, it's just like yeah. you got to work yourself up to like talk to a stranger. It's like this probably isn't for you. Yeah, it's gonna be tough. Like if that's something you're thinking about in the day, yeah, it's like that's not it. So one other concept you can introduce around this coaches thing too is the difference between staff and talent. Yeah, uh, it's actually a, a concept from Kerr and Ray, um, who we slagged like fifty episodes ago. But that was business, his business content's good. No, right? that was yeah, the fa- like <laughs> that was because he went out of his lane. Yeah, yeah. And we put him back. Got in. hooked on fasting. Yeah, because that's why he stopped talking about it because of the SEC. Yeah, yeah of podcast. course. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe because it wasn't the flavor of the year anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so the difference between staff and talent is is in behavior, and it, most of the things you just said there lean towards looking for talent yeah and it's people that are gonna grow with you and grow have independent thought and grow help you grow the business because they're invested like i said in the yeah. culture and the vision the dreams and stuff that you have and the goals um and then there's there's people that are just some people would refer to them as like the soldiers it's boots it's on the like, ground yeah yeah it's yeah. just people that are there to do the job they do the job well mm-hmm. and i think what you need to be conscious of is when you're bringing people in not trying to force staff to be talent talent and definitely don't try and keep talent in a box of staff. Yeah, I think um, always trying to provide contribution is what you want to have. It doesn't matter if that person's on the front line and they're happy. It's like they're still contributing to the business, to the brand, to the message. Mm -hmm. Um, And then if they're fulfilled doing that, that's cool. Um, If you've got this talent they need to contribute in a way that they feel fulfilled as well yeah and you just need to find a vessel yeah for that to happen yeah and that's that's it it's just even you can put opportunities in staff because they can evolve mm. like you said you were in a xyz position and then for whatever triggered you to go mm, i need to change directions here um, there's no reason that someone who's been staff for whatever period of time can change gears and do that. Yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, just making sure that there's opportunities to allow people to step into them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think maybe a mistake we made early on was like thinking everyone should. Yeah, like I think everyone wants to. Yeah, if you don't take the opportunity, what the fuck? Yeah, it's and that's like, just because they, you and I think that way. Yeah. And that's not how everybody thinks. Yeah, exactly. So that's a big learning experience. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and coming back to the start of like, can you teach the business owner thing? It's like I think that is part of it. It's like, 
you should be talent. Yeah. When you look at those definitions, like you should definitely be like just going in and doing sessions isn't isn't talent, that's stuff. Yeah. So don't think about putting on coaches and stuff like that. Just find a better way to apply that. Yeah. Which probably leads into the next um, next step, which is products. Yeah. So products is a pretty broad term. So I think we're we're across both companies or both businesses now. We're about ten products, maybe. Something I've lost like that. track of how many products. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some that are dead. Some that are yeah. still going. Yeah. Um, so products are basically anything outside of coaching. Typically, it'd be like a purchased item or something that only runs for a very specific period of time. Yeah. So one of our products is obviously a standout PT program. We've got the 1K week program. Uh, on the SCC Fit side of things, we got to client courses that are, so the Body Confidence Program, mm-hmm. um, the Lean and Strong Blueprint, which I'm not sure I'm allowed to talk about because I think that's announced this week. I just saw team, Tam working on the graphics just then, so yeah. I assume it's coming out soon. Yeah. Um, so there's those types of things that are, they're not, they don't necessarily need to be touch-free to be considered a product, but they can be. But it's being in a position where your ecosystem's creating enough interest that you've found a problem that you can solve yeah. inside that, that's delivered in product form. Yeah, it's like a six-weekly program. Yeah. And then the problem is there's no decision-making on that. Mm-hmm. So then people need a coach. That's right. So then they would hire a coach and do coaching. Correct. Yeah, exactly. Which is, which is another product we have. <laughs> um, if anyone would like a, one, a six-week program. Hit the link in STC if you buy it. <laughs> how it many, plug, be, how many plugs be, can we put? Uh, yeah, I was going to say, shameless plugs are about it, to start rolling. How many plugs can we talking put about products? Episode, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think looking into that, um, we haven't pushed the touch free too much. We've opted to put on more coaches instead yeah. uh, rather than having like a waiting list or, or, or whatever. Um, but fuck, there's a lot of people that are doing it with real a lot of success. Yeah. So it's not something that we discourage we've got yeah and we'll definitely do it yeah one of our girls actually in the standout pt program um Mm. her online business blew up way more than she expected i think at one point she had 10 people on her waiting list after like eight weeks yeah and she was like what the fuck do i do yeah Um, so we made touch free for her and she's already put 10 people into that as well yeah that makes way more sense in my opinion than a waiting list like yeah we both have our own opinions on that other people gonna have their opinions on it um but being able to service anybody at any time is super important. It's a cultural thing of like, yeah, I've got a waiting list. I'm yeah. my own boss. Yeah, it's like, that's it. Okay, so you're not making money on people that yeah. want to work with you and you're not helping them. You're not yeah. influencing them. You're not making an impact on this community that you want to help. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's purely ego. Yeah. And we've, got, we've been taught that that's the gold standard. Yeah. Is you want to be booked out. Yeah. And you want people waiting. Yeah. So I, don't, I wouldn't wait for a coach. I'd just find another one. Yeah. I'd have three on the list. Yeah. If one was booked out, I would hire the second person. If yeah. they were booked out, I'd hire the third. Then I'd probably just coach myself. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah 100%. That's, that's just the psychology behind a consumer. So yeah. the online space, they go hot and cold so quick. Like they're real green and then they're not. Yeah. You know, so having an ability to coach someone at any time yeah. and have them consume your products at any time is super, super important. Yeah. I think who your target client is is important for the type of products you have as well. Yeah. So like the standout PT program is designed for people who want to stop running a business, stop working a job and start running a business. Yeah. Um, so they have a decent income. 
they understand the value of investment. Yeah. They know where they're at and they know the value that they would get from something that's going to teach those things. Yeah. The guys that are fresh, they maybe don't have that disposable income yet. Yeah. So it's like, well, here's how to go make it. It's it's a touch free product in, in terms of everything's there for you. You get access obviously to the group and the community, but the the product itself is do at your own pace online. Yeah. So that makes it cheaper, which appeals to that person who then hopefully like it's no different to the six week um, program program thing that moves into coaching. It's like let's facilitate your ability to get to here, and then oh now your problems are this. Move on to the next one so on and so on so that's how you want to set up your product hierarchy yeah um if you're nailing it within your personal training businesses like you want to have almost a solution to the lowest to the lowest end which then creates a problem six-week program creates the problem of i don't know how to change this week to week when it's not working for me or i don't have nutrition guidance or this exercise doesn't work for me whatever it's like fuck it'd be good if i had someone to help me with this yeah or i've maxed out this okay to do that, another tier, you probably need to pay for coaching. Mm. Okay, sweet. Then we move into that and so on and so on. So that's what I would be thinking yep. um, if I was looking into products myself. Anything else? No, I think we nailed it. Yeah. There's heaps of products. It's just they need to be, whoever's listening to this needs to think about the product hierarchy like you yeah. just explained. Yeah. So uh, what I sort of touched on before is like who is your client is important. So if you're trying to sell at-home programs to single mums on low income, then touch-free programs that are cheap might be a good option versus fucking one Zoom call a week and a high-end premium service yeah. of like going like bodybuilding prep program. Yeah. It's like that sort of level of service that's $110 a week isn't going to work for that entry-level client. Yeah. So understanding who they are what they value, what would work for them, I think is really important as well. Yeah, agreed. And that will determine what type of products you have. So when do you think, having listened to all that, when do you think is like the checkpoint to say, I need to do this right now? Someone's listening and they're like, oh, I don't know if I should go down this path yet. Should I, shouldn't I? Uh, I think if you're getting to the point where you're capped by time and resources, you've got a full book. Um, and you just feel like you're trapped in your business, um, but there's more to your career, there's more to your business than you just being in the gym doing 50, 40, 50 sessions a week or whatever. Yeah. I think you need to visit all of this stuff and start to make the changes to yeah, leverage your time, put your resources in the right place, start to build something bigger that kind of starts rolling on its own as well. Like you don't have to push it the whole time. Like yeah. it does roll too. Mm-hmm. Um, you can push it and push it and it rolls faster, but it still rolls to that speed on its own. Yeah. Um, so yeah, anyone that feels like they're capped by time, you know, and and money, but that's going to be because of time. Um, so yeah, yeah, definitely. One other thing that we didn't talk about with the outsourcing because we take it for granted. Um, sorry, Dad. Um, oh, is yeah, like true. admin, backend, yeah. bookkeeping. Yeah. Huge. All of that shit. Huge. Yeah, we just think it happens, but it doesn't. Yeah, it's magic just that Michael does it, <laughs> and there's just this email address that I send people to, and things get fixed. Yeah, which is fucking amazing. <laughs> um, so I would probably put that before the other three. Uh, yeah, I think. Um, yeah, 
It, that's because you can get a cheap VA who can handle yeah. all of those things and refer yeah. only. You should have a. If you listen to our podcast, you should have a very solid set of terms and conditions, a very clear cut contract in yeah. place that your client signed. A VA, a few hours a week that's fielding your emails. It's not going to be expensive. Mm. That just goes by what's in that agreement, and then anything that escalates from there, you just have to touch base on that. I think yeah. that would be the first thing that I did. Yeah, tremendously helpful. Like we undervalue it. Yeah, almost. it's so good that we don't even know it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why it's not in so find, yourself a, find yourself a Michael, but yeah. not ours. And you can't have him. Yeah. No. <laughs> Unfortunately, he's not. He's not up for grabs. Yeah. Um, yeah. In terms of when to make the change, I agree. I think I do know a lot of people that. When's the next uh, standout PT intake? Well, that's yeah. That's when they need to make the change. Yeah, that's it. Um, the 12th of next month, 12th <laughs> of June. Uh, yeah, I think like it's a lot of trainers actually get themselves into a, a hole where they're doing too many sessions to be able to action the other stuff. Yeah. So I think if you're in that position, that like we said earlier, you're probably going to need to take a hit and just be like, look, I'm going to drop five to 10 sessions a week, just do 40, not 50, and put my efforts into yeah. building an ecosystem. I can outsource this, this, and this, which buys me more time. And then I can really start facilitating a business. Yeah, yeah. And like, in all honesty, like that's what we've had to do. There's been situations where I've had, like we've all had to make sacrifice. I know personally, like I took a hit to do other obligations in the business. And it's like, there were times when I may not have gotten paid more, but I had more time yeah. and then I'd make the same, but I would have the time. Yeah. So then it's like, I may not have made more income than I did when I made the change, but I've got the same amount mm. and I've got an extra seven hours a week. Yeah. So you take that seven hours and you can Use put it, it into other stuff. All of a sudden, yep. your business you know does whatever it needs to do, whatever you're working on, yep. and then you make that back in terms of time and income. Yeah, you know, and there's just you have to take those hits. Like, yep. it's unrealistic to expect that you're going to make a change and be able to keep the same income and get more time yep. all of the time. Like, sure, there's times when yep. you can do it, but not all of the time. Yeah, I literally like, announced it yesterday to my group that continuous one-on-one is done. Yeah. I've been doing it out of my garage. So like most people sort of once a month, so a couple of people once a fortnight. It's mm. like, I can't, I can't keep it up. Yeah. People are messaging me like, hey, have you got spots? I'm like, nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's yeah. definitely needs to be done. Um, out, reduce your output a little bit so you can put energy in better places and yeah. then outsource admin straight away. Yeah. Um, and then when you're ready, media and content. Yep. Sweet. So yeah, as you mentioned uh july 12th is the next standout pt intake yep. so if you want more information on that jump onto the website so stcfitlearning.com forward slash standout tam is that right you'll find it it's on the yeah. heading it says standout it's right PT. at the top yeah, um or you can go via at stcfit underscore learning link in bio there's a standout yep. pt in our make pretend link tree because we're fancy and tam does good shit that's why you should outsource because i couldn't fucking build it no um and yeah just go check out the outline of the course um you shoot us a message on instagram as well if you want some more information and rihanna will get back to you and help you out with yeah. all your questions there um scorecard yeah if you're unsure if the course is for you which is like one of the questions we get is like oh am i going to get return on investment with this stuff after yeah. everything we've talked about today it's like that's a like I'm not offended by that question. It's a good yeah. question to ask. Yeah. Um, check out the scorecard, which is also on the website and also link in the bio. 
and that will outline essentially the outcomes that we achieve inside the course. Yeah. So you'll get a score out of 100 and that'll tell you um, where the gaps in your business are. Mm-hmm. And so far, we've got a really, really high success rate of filling those gaps for people to show up. Yeah. Sweet. If you want to follow me, it's at Ben Scott STC. If you want to follow Jason, it's at Jason Galea underscore STC. And that's it, yeah. I think. Yeah. Oh, at STC Fit. Um, if you want to check out the coaching stuff uh, and all the things that are going on with the girls, I think they've got body confidence program coming up Yep. around the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're not a coach and you're interested in learning a little bit more, they also have a scorecard about theirs. Yep. So yeah, jump over, check everything out, screenshot this one, share it, tag it, do all yep. those things um, so we can get this information out. All right, thanks guys. Peace. Thanks guys, see you next time.